Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, Stephanie. What's going on? Hello, Doug. Um, life's going on. You know, I'm um, when we're recording this, I'm getting ready tomorrow morning to leave to go speak. Um, actually, my last ladies um, event for this spring. Mm. Um, it's been a crazy busy last few months um, with traveling a lot. So I'm kind of excited to have the speaking traveling engagements coming to an end. Um, but that's going to be exciting. Six younger kids are going with me. So, um, yeah, getting ready for all of that right now. Are you going to let the kids sing? They are. Yeah. They're going to sing. Um, I'm going to be doing some solos at the actual event. And then on Sunday morning, the kids will be singing. Oh, that's wonderful. So it'll be a first time. Yeah. It'll be a first time traveling, um, with just the six younger ones, the joys of having, um, you know, the boys, some of the boys get older, but, um, we're excited. It'll yeah. be a good trip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh, listen, folks, it's a Thursday. I like Thursdays. It's a better day. It's already feeling better. Uh, Thursdays are good days. Uh, we continue on with our study of Proverbs. And one thing we've been doing, Stephanie, is we've been dealing with the characteristics of PTSD and some things that people with PTSD deal with, some things that people in PTSD are hurt by. We, Man, we've been all over the place with this. And, mm. uh, you know, this is such a difficult thing. And today's subject, it's just been in the news with the Duggar family. It's been, you know, we we are constantly bombarded with hearing people uh sadly you always hear about those people who've fallen from grace immorality those people stuck with Mm -hmm. pornography and so today we wanted to go back and forth this is a hard subject honestly it is i wanted to go back and forth i I wanted to do this to be quite honest with you with stephanie uh as a lady you know my friend and uh looking at it from a lady's perspective and me i almost did this with uh pastor crockett but then god really dealt with my heart that this is something that should have a lady's and a man's perspective i think on it and uh, it's a terrible thing uh we know that 85 percent of our population by the time they're 14 years old have seen nude images of people involved in something that god would call a one-person physical relationship that's only intended for marriage behind closed doors and closed curtains and, and, and boy, Stephanie, has this hurt people and, and yeah. a lot of people, and, and here's the catch, here's the hook. I don't want you people hanging up and saying, man, I don't suffer from that with my PTSD. And many don't, but I want you to know this. There's an alternate form of reality out there. There really is. We want to live. And, you know, I guess, uh, you know, when, when types of things arouse you and stuff and, and not getting gross or graphic, but I think it messes with something with your brain, maybe to make you feel yep. better. Yep. Um, and you know, that stuff's intended for, you know, you and your wife, you and your husband. Um, and, and some people get so hung up and so caught on this kind of thing. Uh, you know, obviously it's existed for centuries. Um, 
But friends, we want to tell you that this is against God. It's against God's mm-hmm. word. It's against nature. Uh, it's something that, that God's not pleased with that hurts people. You know, it's a gateway, Stephanie. I want to say that. It's a yeah. gateway where some people get, you know, totally strung out on this stuff and hooked on this stuff, then end up with prostitutes or cheating yep. on uh, each other. And, uh, yeah. you know, we, we saw a relationship, I think a year or so ago, this pastor, a huge church, he and his wife were involved in pornography and then turned into, uh, some type of swapping craziness. So I say, I introduce it at that and that's where we're leaving the graphicness at. But what I say to you, Stephanie, is how does this affect a mom with eight kids? Well, it's a sobering, it's a very sobering thing. And, um, you know, as we are watching, um, you know, this goes on all across our world. Mm. And um, as we are watching, you know, from a quote unquote Christian perspective, we're watching someone who was held up for so many years as this godly person um, who, quite frankly, deserves, from where I said, he deserves life in prison for what he did. And my heart breaks. My heart breaks for his children. Um, my heart breaks for the implications on their lives, the rest of their lives, the damage that he has done to them by his heinous, evil actions. And for heaven's sake, let's stop, let's stop justifying and calling this sin. Okay. Let's stop sugarcoating it. Let's stop saying that if you're involved in porn, it's, it's going to be perfectly natural because whatever, give your reasons. No, if you get involved in that and you stay in that pathway, it will lead to worse things. Yeah. Um, as we've seen, okay. You, you go from porn to child porn to being a pedophile, uh, where you're, you're physically doing it. And I'm sorry, that all starts in the mind. It always, always starts in the mind. The physical is never done just, you know, simultaneously. It was always, being dreamed about and thought through in the mind first. And that's exactly what we're talking about. It plays into this and it's filthy. It's dirty. Um, you know, I remember being in plate, being put in places. Um, this is a very sensitive topic for me because of things, um, ways I was made to feel dirty for many, many years, not by my husband. I want to make that very clear. Um, but by other men that I, I had to be around, I was forced to be around who were dirty, who had dirty minds. And because of the environment, there was no sanctity to the woman. She was property. And I remember being left feeling so dirty because this guy didn't have any qualms about making it known what he thought of me in realms that I, to this day, can't believe he was thinking down those, those, paths he was thinking down and um and now i know of other women that he made to feel the exact same way and when you have a when you have someone who has gone down this perverted path in their minds yeah <laughs> the damage that they do is every bit as far reaching as if they were physically yeah, it's molesting physically abusing this is every bit as bad And so I am, this angers, I struggle with this topic because it angers me because I see it being justified Mm, yeah, and, or being covered up. This is not something that can be justified or covered up. 
And it's not, yes, you can repent in a moment, but you don't heal from this in a moment. This does pickle your brain. It does have long-term consequences on you and on the people around you. It does more damage than you can begin to imagine. And as a parent with a tons, with not tons of sons, but with six sons, it leaves me constantly going before the Lord saying, God, guard my sons, guard their hearts. Yes, guard their eyes, but guard their hearts. And um, so the, the important and the importance of teaching and training our children in our home, in our homes, what's proper etiquette, what's pleasing to God, that we filter everything we're teaching them as just not, you just, you know, you're a boy, so you don't do this to a girl. No, we filter it through. This is why we don't do this to a girl, because she's made in the image of God every bit as much as you are. She's consecrated to him first, and she is not yours to touch. Yeah. And because if we go down the pornography path, it will end in way worse crimes. Yeah. Well, and, period. And it's not, you know, this isn't a harmless thing. This isn't. No. <clears throat> and it does alter your brain. <clears throat> That's and it harms these, you know, that. if you go out and watch people, they're going to keep on hiring people to do this. So yep. you're hurting yep. someone's daughter, someone's wife, That's someone's exactly girlfriend, right. someone's future mother, whatever the case yep. may be. You know, half of these yep. porn stars are, are probably, uh, you know, in drug addicts and stuff. I have some numbers yep. written down here and it's just terrible. Uh, you know, their death rate is 27 times higher than the regular population, their disease rate. So this isn't something that's not hurting anybody. And, and this isn't uh, this isn't some type of making love or sex. This is dirt. This is uh, terribleness. That's it's, exactly it, right. It's immorality. Uh, we got to remember that too. So if you look at the word porn and you, uh, pornography and you, you take the first part of that with the etymology of the word, when you look at how the word was created, that word porn literally means immoral. And we know that, uh, you know, graph at the end of it is drawing or picturing or, or showing. So when the word was first made before cameras and stuff, it was still immoral graphs, drawing things, things you shouldn't be doing. It's immoral. It's wrong. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing it, fantasizing, any of those things. And some people with PTSD, well, they'll say, well, this gets me away. This makes me feel better. Stop that. I'll tell you one thing. It doesn't yeah. put you in a position where you'll never have a good relationship with anybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, nobody wants to be with someone like that. You know, you're not yep. replacing, you know, God has made us to be together with people and uh, that we love and that are one person physical relationships that are done in a biblical way through courtship. Uh, and, and, and that's behind closed doors behind that has nothing dirty about it. Please understand that there's two different things going on. And if we don't understand that, well, then things like pornography comes along and people will do that. No, there's something very wrong about pornography. It's not your spouse. It's not somebody you stood in front That's of God right. with. It's, it's not clean. And the Bible reminds us in Psalm 119 that we're to turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity and quicken thou me in that way. Make me alive, Lord. Take me away from that. There's a little bit of death in you when you're watching pornography. It's sucking life out of you. Yes, it's, it it's taking you to a bad place. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her have committed adultery with her already in his heart. And, and so, ladies, gentlemen, listen to me. It goes both ways. It used to be that, you know, that, that 99 
99% of everybody who viewed pornography was men. And, and now it's just crazy. It's like 60, 40. Uh, it's more than mm. 60% of the population is either hooked on romance novels and stuff. And I, and I want to remind you, and I know I remind you all of this a lot, but the truth of the matter is there's, there's physical purity and there's emotional purity and you got to mm-hmm. guard your hearts. You got to guard your souls and you got to trust God and you, and you got to, you got to stay away from this stuff. So this has hurt so many people with PTSD because Stephanie, you know, their minds want to take them to a different place. They, they right. say, well, I want to feel good. No, this isn't feeling good. This is breaking right. God's law. This is wrong. Yeah. This is hurting people. And uh, it's, it's kind of disgusting. And so we said all that, and, and, and honestly, listen, <clears throat> we get it's a sin. We get that. Uh, but you're sinning against your own body, the Bible says. This is a big deal. And, you know, you're really hurting people. So I want you, if you have a problem with this, get a hold of us. We can help you with this. We really can. And, hey, we're going to take a minute here and uh, let the stations go ahead and identify themselves, and we'll be right back with you. Well, it's great to have everybody back. So, Stephanie, we find our hard subject to talk about, boy, uh, and and something that, you know, by all means is something that we, uh, there's some emotions involved. We've all kind of been hurt by these things or know people. And I've, I've never realized, you know, you've helped me a lot with this. And Debbie, <clears throat> there's some creeps out there that really look at people weirdly and stuff. This goes farther yep. than just something you're doing behind closed doors. You get to the point where you're sizing people up and looking at them. Yeah. Have you ever felt yeah, like you're just well, being gawked at? I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. By this one. I've only ever had one person that did it. Um, and it's the same man I was talking about earlier. Um, and, you know, I, I had and I'm not going to give her name, but another lady came to me. Um, I've actually had two come to me, two younger ladies come to me um, since I got out of that craziness. And ironically enough they came to me about the same person Mm. and he was doing the same thing to them Wow! and of course that made my blood boil because these are you know younger much younger girls even than me and somehow you know God's having to do healing work in my life where I'm no longer okay with being considered trash (laughs) um Mm. but for the longest time I didn't care if I was considered trash but when I found out someone else was being treated like trash that really, really made my blood boil. It still does. And I want you to know, yeah, just as but, just as Stephanie's friend, I, I want to find this guy and belt him. I just just <laughs> it seems like the right thing to do. But the love of Christ constraineth us. And uh, yeah, it's it, well. Yeah. All that to say, when these girls came to me and they literally said, um, and this is I hate to use this graphic of terms, but both of them literally said it was like he was undressing us with his eyes. Mm. that's how vulgar he made them feel. I, I don't even like and, thinking about people undressing me with their eyes. Freaks me out. I'm just saying, but it, that's how perverted this gets. And yeah. that's when a, when a, when a young woman, adult woman has kept herself close to God and is seeking to please God. And a man makes her feel that way. I'm ready to welcome. I mean, yeah. that is just the height of perversion and, evil and i'm sorry when you dare to call yourself a christian and then a a leader in a church and this is who you are Mm. god has some very strong words for you and i'm just gonna leave it at that for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father but is of this world 
So let's just be clear on that. Let's let's understand that none of this is of God. None of this is godly. None of this is good. None of this leads to any relationship with God. All it does That's is right. it's an alternate form of reality. Folks, we have to stay away from this. Hey, we're moving along. We're back in the book of uh, uh, Proverbs. And listen, if we can help you in that area, this is not an uncommon thing to consult people on. Uh, you're not a pariah. You're a pariah if you keep going. But if you know, hey, I need help, we can help you with that. And uh, so, Stephanie, we find ourselves over here in Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 8. It says, He that getteth wisdom loveth his own soul. He that keepeth understanding shall find good. This is one of those verses that's a good verse. Uh, so, you know, having wisdom, the pursuit of wisdom, it's good, it's helpful, it makes you a better person, and it's good for your soul. You love your own soul. And uh, wisdom is, you know, wisdom isn't just something to get. It's something that we want to practically apply to our lives. We want to keep it. And uh, that comes in the way of understanding and storing things. I mean, this is a good verse, Stephanie. This is talking about go find that stuff, hold on to it, and understand what's going on. Yeah. No, it's it's very practical. Yeah, and, and boy, we need that today. We, we need these verses mm-hmm. that just, you know, I don't know what your day looks like today, but uh, every day to to be able to leave that day, to be able to lay down on your bed that night, say your prayers or whatever it is you're doing, roll over your head and say, maybe I got a little more understanding today. Maybe I became a, a little bit closer to God, which is the goal. Uh, maybe I became a little better of a human being, which I think is a goal as well. And, uh, and, and then we get down here and we see some familiar stuff going on here in verse 9. And, and we remember that chapter 19 is a fool in his family. And so we remember we're talking about knuckleheads here throughout chapter 9. It says, A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall perish. So, you know, when you make a false witness, you may seem like you're getting away with something, but it's not going to go without punishment. It's, uh, you know, God's justice is going to apply. We see that in Revelation 21, 8. There, there comes a time we're going to have to answer for these things. We're going to have to stand mm-hmm. ready for these. They just don't go away, Stephanie. Yeah, no, they don't. And that's, that's what a lot of people try to, you know, they lie themselves lie to themselves and deceive themselves into thinking it will just go away. Yeah. I, you know, and, and here's the thing. There's some people that make a living out of being false witnesses so much. So uh, make a life out of it really so much so that they start to believe themselves. Have you ever met anybody like yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. They, well, it, multiple times where, um, a, a friend of mine, um, well, Steve Hicks, he, he, we were talking about someone who had point blank lied to both of us at different times, but yeah. he made the statement, he can look at you dead in the eye. And I've had this happen numerous times. He can look at me dead. Steve said this to me. He looked at me dead in the eye without blinking, lied to me point blank. And he really believed he was telling me the truth mm. where you literally lie to yourself so much you live a life of deceit yeah where truth becomes error to you yeah and that is one of the that is i shouldn't say it's one of the scariest that is the scariest spot in the world to be yeah. is where living a lie becomes truth to you mm. yeah no i think that wow. i i think that's i've seen it you know that that's yeah. that's one of those heights of evilness 
And, yeah. um, and, and those of you who've been close to narcissists, you know exactly what Stephanie and I are talking about right now. If you've been close yeah. to that person who's so caught up in themselves that they, they almost believe they can rewrite history, Stephanie, you know, they, yeah. they almost yep. believe that, uh, you know, they're revisional people. I mean, what their thoughts it had to be that way because that's what I believe. This is what I yeah. think. And, 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 you know, that's really a scary uh, place to be. And, you know, when you begin to, to buy your own lies and, uh, and they become some kind of truth, uh, that's not godly. That's, you know, that's crazy. We had a guy, we talked about that when we changed ministries here a while back and thank God we did and started working with wounded spirits and get to work with all you great people. This one guy just came out and said, I said something. I never said it. But then you found out that that had happened a few years earlier with another organization and a few years before that with another group of people. And the, and the guy actually believed in his own, you know, I think this, so it's got to be true. So I guess, Stephanie, we got to take that and turn that into some type of knowledge because we said we want to leave today better than we started today. So I think if you know somebody like that, that's dangerous and try to stay away from it. Yeah. Yeah. This is where walking away is pivotal to your life becoming a success or a failure is if if there is a false witness in your life if there is someone who speaks lies and it's it's they're unrepentant it's not going to change um a prudent man foresees the evil and hides himself from it and so that is evil okay <laughs> and that's it's time to walk away it's time to to separate from and end things with that kind of person because a liar, and by that I mean someone who this is their life pattern, you have to turn them over to God because all of your talking in the world, you can confront them. Yes. And I'm not saying you don't do Matthew 18. I'm not saying you don't follow those steps. No, right, right. But, but you turn them over to God because a liar, th there's something again where we were talking about porn, you pickle your own brain. With lying, with with all these different things, these are serious things, and it's time to walk away from those things because God's given you a job to do. He's given you a purpose. He's placed you here on this earth to do a specific calling that only you can do, and you will not be able to do it the way God intends you to do if you're allowing yourself to be handicapped by liars, by false witnesses, by people who are determined by their life to destroy you. Yeah, there it is. Hey, listen, folks, this has uh, really been a day and eye-opening type of situation. And, uh, you know, sorry we brought up the, uh, you know, the subject, but we have to. We have to bring these things up. This is something that we live. Uh, I think God's word, you know, it's got to be full. We've got to bring everything out. We've got to talk to you folks. If, if you're out there and you're living an alternate form of reality and you're trying to uh, like you're having a relationship with, with pornography or whatever the case may be. We want to help you stop that stuff. Get in God's word, give it to God and, uh, and, and move on from there. Because I'm here to tell you, you will never have a healthy relationship and pornography will not exist in the same place. I guarantee you That's that. That's right. God has made us for a one person physical relationship, a husband and a wife. And that's not pornography. That's real life. You get to have that. You just got to get out of this other stuff. 
And uh, we can help you with that. We can help find a counselor for you or a church for you to go to, whatever the case may be. If you've been hurt by that, we'd like to help you with that too. Anything we can do. Thanks for listening to this podcast. And we look forward. Tomorrow's a special day. You know, Fridays have been, uh, uh, we've been using that time for talks. We're going to catch up on what's going on with Stephanie, me, the ministry, how we feel. No yucky stuff, but all good stuff. So make sure you come out tomorrow. Listen to everything Brother Eric's got to say. And make sure you know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. If you need to get a hold of us, Doug at WoundedSpirits.com, Help the Wounded Spirits Facebook page. Sign up, be a partner, be a friend. We want to talk to you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, You must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry. Visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.